Welcome everyone to Lessons with Mike, the groundbreaking podcast that has revolutionized Western industrial society. Not since the invention of the steam engine has something changed the world to this extent. Like, what are you talking about? Today on the program, I have my wife. <laughs> the program. The program. The program. <laughs> We've got to transition out of the label podcast. We're a program. We're not a podcast. We're a program. We're an entertainment. The Lessons with Mike program. Program with Mike. The program with Mike. <laughs> but it sounds like it's just a watching <laughs> reaction video. Welcome to the program with Mike. <laughs> Today we're watching this program. <laughs> but uh, but no, on today's episode, I've got my wife, Kayla. Hi, hi. Mr. Jason. Hey, hello. And Drew. Yo, yo, yo. And we have another episode of one of my most well-received concepts going over AI stories. This one is going to be different because this is one that Drew came up with using the AI. Yes, this is my first AI story. Uh, basically, I just kind of like gave it a bunch of character descriptions of the four of us. I told it that Mike is very sarcastic. I told it uh, Kayla has ir irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> I told okay. it that Raisin is a Christian. And it uh, it, it really exaggerated every single point that I gave it, which made it, <laughs> which made this, uh, much more fun. But for this story, instead of prompting it to do exactly what I want it to do, I kind of just let it go off the rails and create its own story and be like, okay, continue the next chapter. However you want. So this is pretty much hundred percent AI created, except for the fact that it involves characters that I gave it really detailed descriptions of. The, uh, the name that I just have for this, I didn't really put much thought into it. I just kind of named the uh, notes that I put it in, and I called it, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> so, here's the first chapter. Drew, Raisin, and Mike, and Kayla are all hanging out at the local park. Uh, hold on. I'm Raisin, by the way. <laughs> Jason is also Raisin. Let me just put that out there. It's like a math formula. Jason equals Raisin. There yeah, so Raisin, your your name is Raisin for this whole story. Yes. If, uh, if you went by Jason and Raisin in this, it would um, confuse you as two different people, most likely. Yes, correct. So, the four of them are all hanging out at the local park playing Pokemon Go. They've been at it for a few hours, and Drew is getting restless. He's ready for a new adventure. All right, guys, I got a wild idea. Let's go rob a bank. What? Drew, have you lost your mind? That's illegal! Ha! Yeah, right. Like, we're gonna rob a bank. I'm more interested in finding a rare Pokemon around here. I don't think that's a good idea, Drew. Let's just stick to playing Pokemon Go. Come on, it'll be a fun adventure. Plus, I hate the government. And the banks. <laughs> They're all corrupt. Starting to sound like Andrew Jackson over there. <laughs> Drew, I don't think that's the best way to go about things. Maybe we can find a different kind of adventure that's not illegal. Yeah, like maybe we can go gambling and see if I can win big. No way, Mike. You have a gambling addiction. That's not a good idea. Raisin starts to pray under his breath. And Mike starts pouting about how he's not allowed to do anything fun. <laughs> Suddenly, Pickles the cat starts to meow loudly and jump out of Aww. Kayla's arms. Aww. Pickles, what's wrong? Meow. This is boring. Let's do something exciting. Meow. Like rob the bank. <laughs> meow. It, it decided the cat can talk for some reason. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> meow. Ha! Huh. See, even the cat agrees with Drew. Pickles, what are you thinking? That is not a good idea at all. That's all I say is it's not a good idea. <laughs> I'm such a downer. All right, all right. Let's just stick to playing Pokemon Go for now. 
But keep the bank robbing idea in the back of your minds, guys. It could be our next big adventure. The group continues to play Pokemon Go, but the thought of robbing a bank still lingers in their minds. The four were driving down the street in Raisin's car. Drew, who was in the passenger seat, was chugging a soda, while Mike and Kayla were arguing in the back seat. <laughs> All right, guys, let's calm down. We're supposed to be having a good time today. Yeah, but Kayla keeps ruining it with her IBS. Damn. And you keep ruining it with your gambling addiction and constant sarcasm. Hey, hey, let's all take a deep breath and pray. (laughs) Raisin closed his eyes and started to pray while Drew hiccuped. (laughs) Okay, Raisin, let's just focus on finding something fun to do today. I know. Let's go to the pea factory and visit my work. No way. That's the last place I want to go. I don't want to be around all those people who can't pass a drug test. The four were driving home, not sure what to expect. Suddenly, Pickles, the black cat who was sitting on Kayla's lap, jumped out of the car and ran towards the bank. The others looked at each other in disbelief and followed Pickles, who was now inside the bank, trying to figure out what she was up to. What the hell is Pickles doing? I don't know, but we need to stop her before she gets into trouble. Say Kayla as she followed Pickles inside the bank. As they entered the bank, they noticed that Pickles had jumped on the counter and was trying to grab a stack of cash. The bank teller looked at them with a mix of shock and confusion. What's going on here? The bank teller said. Our cat is trying to rob the bank, said Drew with a chuckle. Oh no, this is not good, said Raisin, starting to panic. We need to stop her. But before they could, Pickles had managed to grab the cash and was now running towards the door. The others quickly realized that they needed to get Pickles and the money back before they all got in serious trouble. So they decided to rob the bank as well. Well, I guess we're robbing a bank now, <laughs> said Mike, trying to act cool, but failing miserably. <laughs> well, we'll split the money evenly, and then we'll figure out what to do next, uh, said Drew, taking control of the situation. As they left the bank, they heard the police sirens in the distance. They quickly jumped in the car and drove away as fast as they could. This is going to be one hell of a podcast, <laughs> said Mike, still trying to act cool. We need to hide the money and figure out our next move, said Raisin, who was starting to panic. Kayla was trying to calm Pickles down, who was still clutching the cash in her paws. The group drove around, trying to figure out what to do next, with the police hot on their tail. The four were running as fast as they could away from the bank, trying to escape the police. Question, are we running, or is Jason driving? Raisin's driving. Okay. We're, we're in the car. Yeah. Because I like, said we all jumped in Raisin's okay. car. Okay. <laughs> like, running figuratively. Like oh, so metaphorically running. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we did get out, but it's weird because we get pulled over later. So <laughs> we're, we're walk- we get pulled over while walking. <laughs> they had never robbed a bank before and were surprised at how easy it turned out to be. However, they were still not prepared for the consequences. They had to find a way to escape the police and disappear without leaving any trace behind. As they were running down the street, so we are running, they suddenly ran into a police officer. He was tall and an imposing figure with a stern expression on his face. He was holding out a gun pointing right at him. They all froze, wondering if this was the end for them. Stop right there, the police officer shouted. However, to their surprise, the police officer suddenly relaxed his stance and lowered his gun. Drew? Raisin? Mike? Kayla? What are you guys doing here? The group stared at the police officer in disbelief. It was Landon! (laughs) One (laughs) One of their friends from high school. Landon had always been a good guy, but had chosen a career in law enforcement after graduation. Oh, no! I love what? It. <laughs> what? I love how it phrased that. Like, 
He had always, he'd always, he'd been, always been a good guy, but he chose law enforcement. <laughs> he was one of the few people who knew about their various schemes and misadventures, but had always turned a blind eye to them. Landon was visibly conflicted, torn between his duty as a police officer and his loyalty to his old friends. He didn't know what to do. What's going on here? He asked, his voice shaking. <laughs> Drew stepped forward, speaking in a confident voice. We're just trying to escape the police. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mean to rob the bank. It just sort of happened. <laughs> Landon raised an eyebrow, not sure if he believed him. I can't just let you go, you guys go. You guys have committed a crime. But at the same time, I can't turn you guys in. I don't know what to do. Just then... They heard the sound of police sirens getting closer. Landon looked up, trying to come up with a solution. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Follow me. I have a plan. Landon led them down a series of alleyways and back streets, finally stopping in front of an old abandoned warehouse. He pulled out a key and unlocked the door, beckoning the inside. We'll be safe here for now. I'll come up with a plan to come get you guys out of this mess. The group looked, looked up around the dark and dusty warehouse, uncertain about what was going to happen next. They had gotten themselves into a bigger mess than they had ever imagined, and it seemed that there was only it seemed like there was no way out. But for now, they were grateful to have a friend like Landon who was willing to help them. The tension was palpable, palpable, palpable as they waited for Landon to come up with a plan. What would he come up with to escape the police and avoid going to jail? The four end pickles were huddled in the corner of the dusty old warehouse, surrounded by large metal crates and towering stacks of cardboard boxes. They had been hiding out there for what felt like hours, ever since they had fled the scene from the bank heist. The police were hot on their trail, and they knew that they needed to find a safe place to lay low until they could figure out what to do next. As they sat there in silence, their nerves began to fray. Mike was starting to feel paranoid, imagining that the police were closing in on them at any moment. Raisin was quietly praying to himself, <laughs> seeking comfort from a higher power. Kayla was clutching pickles tightly into her chest, worried about what might happen to them all. Just then, they heard a strange sound coming from the other end of the warehouse. It was, a low, it was a low growl, like an animal in pain. Drew stood up, his hand reaching for his knife in his pocket. What the hell was that? He whispered, his voice shaking. The others followed him as he approached the source of the noise, the hearts pounding in their chest. And as, as they rounded the corner, they saw something that made them stop in their tracks. There in the center of the warehouse was a dark figure, shrouded in shadows. Its eyes glowed with an eerie light, and it seemed to be muttering to itself in a strange language. Drew felt a cold fear grip in his heart, and he realized that what they had stumbled upon was something far beyond their understanding. What the hell is that thing? Mike whispered, his voice barely above a whisper. I don't know, Raisin said, but I think we need to get out of here. Just then, the figure stepped forward, revealing itself to be a man in a dark hooded cloak. Mm -hmm. He was clutching an ancient book in one hand, and his eyes were locked onto Drew and the others. Oh, no. Who are you? Drew asked, and in in his voice qu uh, quavering. The man ignored him, instead muttering to himself in a language that couldn't be comprehended. Suddenly, he looked up and fixed his gaze upon them. You have disturbed something that was not meant to be disturbed, he said, his voice echoing through the warehouse. You must leave this place immediately before it is too late. Drew, Raisin, Mike, and Kayla, and Pickles didn't need to be told twice. They turned back and ran the way that they came, their hearts pounding in their chest. But as they reached the door, 
they heard the man's voice once again echoing through the warehouse. You have awakened an ancient evil, and now it will be unleashed upon the world. Run if you value your lives. The group didn't stop to think. They ran out of the warehouse as fast as they could. They looked around frantically, trying to figure a way out. Drew hiccuped loudly, breaking the silence. <laughs> what the hell was that guy talking about? He asked, panting. Raisin rubbed his temples, trying to calm down. I have no idea, but I think we need to get out of here as soon as possible. Mike nodded, still clutching his dinosaur hat. Agreed. We need to find a way out of here and figure out what, what all that guy meant. Kayla and Pickles nodded, both of them just as confused as the others. They started to walk quickly, trying to find an exit. As they walked, they heard strange noises coming from the depths of the warehouse. They stopped, looking at each other with fear in their eyes. What was that? Mike asked, his voice barely above a whisper. Drew stepped forward, his fingerless gloves clenched into his fist. I don't know, but I have a bad feeling about this place. Suddenly, they heard a loud banging noise. They turned to see a door slowly creaking open, revealing a dark room. They cautiously walked closer to peer inside. As they stepped closer, they, they noticed that the room was filled with strange machines and medical equipment. They looked at each other in horror as they realized what they were seeing. This place is doing illegal human experimentation. <laughs> Grayson cried, his voice shaking. The friends looked at each other, realizing they needed to get out of there and report what they had just found. But we can't because the police are after us. <laughs> we have to call the authorities, Drew said, his voice shaking. This is too big for us to handle. Are you crazy? Do you really want to get involved with the cops again? They're still after us from the bank robbery. Mike's right. We need to think about, uh, we, we need to think this through before we do anything. Raisin sighed and put his hand in his head. I mean, his head in his hands. <laughs> my hand in my head. <laughs> what do we do now? He moaned. <laughs> Just then, the sound of a loud engine could be heard outside. The friends looked at each other in alarm, wondering if the police had found them already. As they cautiously approached the door, they were confronted by a group of men in black suits carrying guns. Oh. They didn't look like police officers, but the friends knew that they were in serious trouble. What do you want from us? Drew asked, trying to keep his voice steady. The leader of the group stepped forward, his cold eyes fixed on Drew. We know what you found in the warehouse, he said, his tone menacing and we'll do whatever it takes to keep it from getting out. The friends were stunned. They realized that they had stumbled upon something even more dangerous than what they had thought, and now they were in the crosshairs of something, some very dangerous people. As the men closed in on them, the friends made a break for the door. They ran as fast as they could, dodging bullets and shouting insults as they went. <laughs> as they reached their car... You suck! <laughs> they could hear the men getting closer. They piled into the car with Raisin at the wheel and Pickles mewing frantically in Kayla's arms. <laughs> we need to get out of here, Drew yelled at Raisin, starting the engine. And fast! And they sped away from the warehouse. The friends were already thinking about their next move. Raisin was driving the car with Drew in the passenger seat. Kayla looked down at her lap to discover that Pickles was playing with something she took from the warehouse. Raisin was driving the car with Drew in the passenger seat. Mike and Kayla sat in the back discussing what to do about the stolen serum that Pickles had taken. Oh Kayla was holding Pickles close, who seemed to be in deep slumber since their escape from the warehouse. We need to find out what the hell these guys are up to. Oh, we could, we could just inject the serum into someone and see what happens. <laughs> Raisin frowned. I don't think that's a good... Oh, wait, wait, that was Mike who said oh, that. Okay. Raisin oh. said... 
I don't think that's a good idea, Mike. What if it's dangerous or toxic? I don't think we have much of a choice, Drew said, turning his head slightly to look at the others. We need to know what we're up against. Kayla chimed in. What if we tested on something first, like a plant or an animal? Mike groaned. Ugh. How the hell are we supposed to find a plant or an animal to test this on? Oh, no. Oh, no. As they continued the debate, they didn't notice the black SUV following them closely. Suddenly, they heard a loud siren and saw the flashing lights of the police car behind them. Raisin sped up, trying to outrun the police car. Purr. I call purrs. <laughs> Just hold on, guys. He said. I've got this. The chase was on as Raisin weaved in, in and out of traffic, <laughs> trying to lose the police car. But the SUV was still following closely behind. As they entered a dark, deserted area, Raisin made a sharp turn and skidded to a stop. A stop. <laughs> the friends jumped out of the car, ready to turn. But then they saw who it was in the police car. It was Landon! <laughs> Their friend and the cop they had met earlier. Landon stepped out of a car, a confused look on his face. What's going on? Landon asked. I need to know what's happening. Drew, Raisin, Mike, and Kayla exchanged nervous glances, but unsure how much to reveal to Landon. They decided to give him a brief rundown of the events leading up to their current situation. We were in the warehouse, and we stumbled upon a man who told us about a great evil that was released by mistake, Drew explains. And then these guys in black suits started shooting at us. Landon raised an eyebrow. This sounds like it could be serious. Let's find a place to talk about this. The group follows Landon to a nearby diner, and they sit down at the booth. Jason's diner. Jason's <laughs> diner. Landon orders a coffee for everyone and then turns to the group. Okay, let's start from the, let's start from the beginning. He says, what happened at the bank? Mike winces. There was an accident. Pickles, Kayla's cat, stole the money, and we didn't know what to do. Landon nods. I understand. But the situation <laughs> with the great evil and the guys in black suits, that's a whole different story. We need to figure out what's going on and how to stop it. The group discusses potential solutions, but they are all too afraid to take any action. Just then, the door of the diner burst open, and the guys in black suits enter. Guns drawn. Everyone get down, Landon orders, pulling out his own weapon. The group ducks under the table as shots ring out. Oh, no. Landon exchanges fire with the attackers, but there are too many of them. We have to get out of here. Raisin cries. Why do I feel like that's like 70% of what I've said? <laughs> we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here, Morty. Well, we're in a tight spot. <laughs> the group looks around desperately for an escape, but the attackers are closing in. Just then, a loud explosion rocks the diner, knocking everybody on their feet. What was that? Drew exclaims. The group picks themselves up and cautiously peeks outside the window. A massive fireball is growing outside, engulfing what everything in its path. This is what happens when you tell an AI, just continue the story, see what happens. <laughs> we need to get out of here. She stole your life. Hey, hey, Kayla me. cries, grabbing pickles. Landon nods. Come on, let's go. The group rushes out the back door, dodging fallen debris and fleeing inferno. Drew, Raisin, Mike, and Kayla, and Landon all ran out of the diner, staring in shock at the huge fireball that engulfed a group of people outside. Oh what the hell is going on? <laughs> Drew exclaimed as he reached for his soda can. <laughs> what? what? soda can? It looks like a freaking war zone out here. Raisin screamed as he hugged his anime shirt. <laughs> I imagine you take the shirt off and hug it. <laughs> This is going to be a great story for my podcast. Mike said, sarcasm evident in his voice as he looked at his dinosaur hat. I just hope no one got hurt. 
Kayla said, holding pickles tightly. Landon, fireball engulfed a group of people. <laughs> Landon, a cop, <laughs> pulled out his <laughs> pulled out his gun and shouted, "Everyone, stay back! I'll handle this." Did you guys shoot the fireball? As Landon approached the fireball, <laughs> Drew suddenly hiccuped and stumbled forward. Wait, I got an idea," he said, trying to regain his balance. "What are you doing?" Raisin asked, but Drew was already running towards the fireball. Drew, come back. That's dangerous. Kayla shouted, but Drew was already too close to the flames. Just as Drew was about to be engulfed by the fireball, he pulled out a vial of pickle serum and threw it at the flames. The serum caused a massive explosion that put out the fire, leaving behind a large crater. Everyone stared in shock at the aftermath as Drew stumbled back to the group, covered in suit. Well, that was unexpected. Mike said as he pouted at the inconvenience. <laughs> what was in that serum? Landon asked as he holstered his gun. Polyvinyl chloride. <laughs> we don't really know. Kayla replied, still holding pickles tightly. This is going to be one hell of a ride, Drew said as he took a swig of his soda. <laughs> Just then, a group of shady figures emerged from the shadows surrounding the group. It decided this was going to be an action flick. <laughs> After, like, making it a Michael hard flick. Bay. <laughs> Hand over the serum, one of them demanded. Well. Uh, I don't think that's happening, Drew said as he hiccuped and raised his fist. <laughs> Bring it on. Mike said as he pulled out a Pokemon card. <laughs> the men in black advanced towards the group, ready to take the serum that no longer existed. <laughs> Just then. A mysterious motorcyclist appeared out of nowhere. Oh my god! Revving his engine and drawing everyone's attention. The motorcyclist dismounted from his motorcycle oh and unsheathed his sword, ready to fight. <laughs> he made quick work of the men in black, leaving them all lying on the ground defeated. Oh my god. The group was stunned. They had never seen anything like this before. The motorcyclist <laughs> approached them and removed his helmet, revealing his face. Tiny! <laughs> you came to save us! Raisin exclaimed, his voice filled with excitement. Tiny shrugged. I was just passing by, but I couldn't resist helping you guys out. Landon, who was a cop, pulled out his gun, ready to assist Tiny, who... Who are these guys, and why are they after you? This was said by Tiny. Drew looked at the group of men in black, now lying on the ground. We don't know, but they uh, they seem to be after some kind of serum that Pickles had stolen. <laughs> Kayla looked down at Pickles, who was now meowing in confusion. I guess it shows that it can no longer talk <laughs> for some reason. Tiny, Landon, and the rest of the group looked at each other, unsure of what to do next, but were interrupted by the sound of more men approaching, men in black suits approaching. Tiny pulled out his sword and gun. Looks like we got company. <laughs> The group was surrounded by the group of men in black, all armed with guns pointed at them. Drew was panicking. Raisin was screaming. And Mike was making sarcastic jokes that nobody found funny. <laughs> Kayla was clinging onto her cat and trying to calm down her IBS. Yep. Irritable bowel syndrome. Landon, their cop friend, stepped forward and tried to negotiate with the men in black. Listen, guys. I know you want the serum back, but there's no need for violence, he said, trying to sound confident. Suddenly, one of the men in black fired his gun, hitting Landon in the chest. Oh, God! Oh, no! 
The group no. watched in horror as their friend fell to the ground lifeless. Oh, no. Uh, Landon, their cop friend, now was bleeding out on the <laughs> profusely. Don't forget he's a cop. Yeah, don't forget he's the cop. Very important. Can't forget that. Tiny uh, took action, cutting down all the, all the remaining men in the lot before they could do any more harm. Raisin begins to weep and falls to his knees. Mike walks over to him and puts an arm around him, trying to comfort him. Kayla pulls out her phone and starts dialing 911. We need to get Landon some help. Kayla says, her voice shaken. Tiny nods, pulling out his sword and gun. I'll keep watch. You all go ahead and get help. The group hesitates for a moment, not wanting to leave Tiny behind, but they know they need to get to they need to get landed to the hospital as quickly as possible. So they all pile into Raisin's car and speed off towards the nearest hospital. As they drive, Mike can't help but think about what could, they could have done differently. He wished he had been more aware of their surroundings and could have helped Landon. Kayla reaches over and takes his hand, giving it a squeeze. We did everything we could, Mike. Kayla says softly. The group spends the next few hours at the hospital waiting for any news on Landon's condition. But it's not long before a doctor comes out to deliver the news that Landon had died from his wounds. The group is devastated. They all huddled together, crying and consoling each other. They know that Landon was more than just a friend. He was family. <laughs> and he was a cop. And a cop, yep. And now they're left to pick up the pieces and figure out what to do next. The sun begins to set and Tiny pulls up on his motorcycle. He gets off the bike and walks over to the group, a serious look on his face. We need to stick together and figure out what these men in black want with us, he says. He's unreasonably cool in this. Yeah. Like <laughs> Just like real life. <laughs> Landon died to protect us, and we need to honor that by finding out the truth. The group nods, feeling a sense of determination begin to build within them. They know they have a long road ahead of them, but they're ready to face it together. Later that evening, the group found themselves outside the warehouse. Drew, always eager to take charge, took the lead in, strat in strategizing. Okay, guys, we got to be careful. Those men in black know we're onto them, and they won't hesitate to kill us, he said, trying to sound serious but failing due to his tendency to hiccup at random moments. <laughs> Raisin, who was always the emotional one, nodded in agreement, <laughs> but added his own two cents. My two cents? Yeah, but we can't just give up. We have to save the, the those people being experimented on in there. Mike rolled his eyes, his sarcasm on full display. Oh, great. Another rescue mission led by Captain Clumsy over here. He said, gesturing to Drew. <laughs> Kayla, who was always the voice of reason, stepped in to defuse the situation. All right, let's just focus on the task at hand. We need to come up with a plan to get inside without being caught. Tiny, who was always the quiet one, simply nodded in agreement, <laughs> his hand resting on his sword hilt. The group continued to discuss, their, <laughs> to discuss their plan, with Raisin and Drew coming up with the idea to sneak in through the side entrance that they found during their previous visit to the warehouse. Mike suggested they split up once they were inside. Michaela and Raisin quickly shut down that idea, pointing out the danger of being separated. As they continued to debate, Tiny suddenly jumped in, or jumped up, pointing towards the entrance. Guys, we got company, he whispered urgently. The group quickly scattered, hiding behind the bushes and crates as the men in black suits approached the entrance. After a few moments, the men finally entered the warehouse, leaving the coast clear from the group to make their next move. Drew, still trying to take charge, led the way 
as they made their way towards the side entrance, their nerves on edge as they prepared to sneak inside. All right, let's do this, Drew whispered, hiccuping once again. The group took a deep breath and stepped into the warehouse, ready for what lay, may lay ahead. As they sneaked through the dark, eerie halls of the warehouse, Drew hiccups loudly and Raisin jumps in fear. Mike whispers, Jeez, could you two keep it down? We don't want to alert the guards. Kayla hushes them, holding pickles close to her chest while Tiny keeps a watchful eye, his sword and gun at the ready. They finally come across the door to the room where the serum was stored. Drew looks around, trying to figure out how to get inside without setting off the alarms. I got this. Mike says, pulling out a set of lockpicks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been practicing for my podcast. Lessons with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> As he works on the lock, Raisin whispers. Mike, are you sure this is a good idea? I don't think this is the time for one of your wild schemes. Relax, Raisin. I got this. Mike responds, not paying attention to Raisin's concerns. Oh! Just as Mike finally gets the lock open, they hear footsteps coming towards them. Tiny steps in front of the group, ready to defend them if necessary. The group holds their breath as the two guards around the corner, but Tiny takes them out quickly and quietly. Oh, Drew whispers, wow, Tiny, you're amazing. How did you learn to fight like that? Tiny just shrugs. Just comes naturally. <laughs> The group rushes into the room and they find the serum, but they quickly realize that it's guarded by a heavily armed man. They huddle together, trying to come up with a plan. Mike suggests, I'll distract him while you guys grab the serum. No way, man. That's way too dangerous, Raisin argues. Come on, Raisin. When have I ever let you down? Mike resorts. Kayla stepped forward. I'll do it. I'm small. He won't see me coming. <laughs> Tiny, <laughs> how tall is this man? <laughs> Tiny puts a hand on Kayla's shoulder. Are you sure, Kayla? It's a risky move. Oh Kayla nods determinedly. I've got this. Pickles and I will take care of it. The group watches as Kayla sneaks up on the guard, using Pickles as a distraction. Aww. With a quick strike. Kayla takes him out, <laughs> and the group is able to grab the serum and make their escape. But as they're making their way back out, they hear the sounds of sirens, and the group realizes that they tripped an alarm. They quickly make their way out of the warehouse, but they, they know they're not in the clear yet. With the serum in hand and the men in black hot on their trail, the group knows they're in for a wild ride. Drew, what are you waiting for? Raisin yelled, his voice filled with fear. Throw it! Drew took a deep breath as he hurled the serum towards the men in black. The group ducked, covering their heads as the sound of an explosion echoed through the warehouse. The ground shook beneath them, debris raining down from the roof. When the dust cleared, the group cautiously approached the site of the explosion. But what they saw was not what they expected. Instead of the remains of the warehouse, a giant mutated monster stood in its place. Okay. It was unlike anything they had ever seen before. Its body covered in scales and its eyes glowing with an unworldly light. What is that thing? Raisin yelled, his voice shaking. We have to get out of here. It says we have to get out of here so many times. <laughs> like there's just never a safe place in the story. No way, Drew said, determination in his voice. We can't let that thing run rampant. We have to stop it. Kayla nodded, her face set with the determination. We'll take it down together. 
Tiny unsheathed his sword, his eyes locked on the monster. I faced worse, <laughs> he said with a confident grin. The group slowly approached the monster, the weapons at the ready. They were determined to take it down no matter what it took. But as they got closer, they realized this would be no ordinary fight. They were in for the battle of their lives. Tiny was quick to act, drawing the attention of the monster with his impressive fighting skills. The others looked in awe as Tiny dodged and swung, trying to keep the monster at bay. We're just watching him. Yep. Got it. <laughs> we don't have any skills. <laughs> Meanwhile, Raisin had dropped to his knees and begun to pray, calling out to Jesus for help. Yeah, I'm a boy. He was determined to summon a miracle to save them from the monster and bring an end to the horrors of the warehouse. Summoning technique? Jesus. <laughs> his faith was unwavering. And his prayers were filled with hope and strength that only comes from knowing that you are never truly alone. <laughs> the others watched in silence as Raisin prayed, hoping that his faith would indeed bring them the help they desperately needed. They could hear the monster growling. Yeah, meanwhile, it's, Tiny is just like kicking ass. It's massive form lashing out at Tiny with ferocity. But still, Raisin prayed, his voice rising above the din of battle. And then... As if in an answer to his prayers, a bright light appeared in the sky. <laughs> Jesus is real! Hallelujah! It grew brighter and brighter until it was a brilliant beacon of hope and salvation. The group looked on in wonder as the light descended, surrounding the monster in a brilliant halo. With a final roar, the monster was engulfed by the light, and it was vanquished into nothingness. The group cheered, their voice rings, <laughs> rung out in victory. They had defeated the monster and saved the world from the warehouse. They! <laughs> Raisin stood up, his eyes shining with lights of his faith. <laughs> he smiled, knowing that his prayers had been answered and that the power of Jesus had saved them all. <laughs> my God. Suddenly, there was a bright light and a figure appeared before him. What the <laughs> heck It was Jesus himself. <laughs> Peace be with you, my children, <laughs> Jesus said with a gentle voice. Each of the group members was in awe, some even dropping to their knees. They couldn't believe that they were actually standing in front of the Son of God. Jesus then approached each of them, starting with Tiny. Tiny, you have shown bravery and strength in the face of danger. You have used your skills to protect your friends and those in need. Next, he went to Raisin. <laughs> Raisin, you have a heart full of faith and love. Your prayers have been heard, and your faith has brought me here. He went to Drew. Drew, you have a mind full of creativity and intelligence. You have used your talents to help those in need and to save lives. Finally, he went to the rest of the group. <laughs> Each of you have unique gifts and qualities that make you special. He turned to the atheists. <laughs> You have come together as a team to fight for what is right. And for that, I am proud of you. After talking to each of them, Jesus looked at them sure. all with a smile. Now, my children, have you ever had shawarma? <laughs> he asked. The group was taken aback by Jesus's question. They couldn't believe that he was asking about food at a time like this. But then they remembered how they were all starving and in need of a good meal. Yes, Lord. We have had shawarma. They answered in unison. <laughs> Good, Jesus said with a nod, because I am starving. 
and I heard that the swarm in this area is quite delicious. Shall we go? <laughs> and with that, the group, along with Jesus, walked off in the distance, still in disbelief at what just happened. But they were grateful for the opportunity to have met Jesus and to have such a unique and amazing experience. The end. And that is my AI story that I tried not to guide in any direction whatsoever. And then Jesus turned to the rest. So the swarm, I asked it to give an Avengers-like ending. And I guess it chose the line from Iron Man. <laughs> that is perfect, actually. Oh. What the crap? Oh, God. I still can't get over it. Like, Tiny just swooping in, just being silent. Like, yeah. Where did, did you give him the sword idea? Yes. I, I told it. I gave it very long character descriptions. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll pull up the character descriptions so that uh, did, did you, you guys know what it that was. Huh? Did you give it a, a description for pickles? Uh, Not much. Aww. Pickles, oh. you're your own little star. Pickles stole the show like she stole the serum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to find my character descriptions. She is mischievous. I mean, that would that kind of hit it right on the nose. So <laughs> I, I Drew is the one who tries to take control of situations. However, that doesn't mean he's necessarily the best one uh, for it, as he can often make clumsy mistakes. That's why it gave you the line of "You're so clumsy" out of random after I've been making the right calls. Yeah, you hadn't done a single thing wrong, and suddenly you're so clumsy. You're so clumsy. He's overly confident in his abilities and randomly hiccups. He wears black fingerless gloves, a black shirt, and black jeans, and is and it usually looks like he never changes his clothes. He has messy brown hair and wears chains around his neck along with glasses. Some, it doesn't use every detail, yeah. It, but it has a description of what to use. He tries to act like a cool punk, but usually comes off as goofy and charming. He's obsessed with soda and will occasionally <laughs> vlog. Drew ultimately despises cops, the government, and authority. Brazen is Drew's closest friend. He can usually be the most emotional and screams when he's excited <laughs> or trying to be funny. <laughs> Although he is the first to follow Drew in his plans and schemes, he does not always agree and questions his thinking. When Raisin is sad, he usually just shuts down, not speaking much and loses hope. He enjoys Pokemon Go on the phone, screaming for no reason, and anime. Raisin also wears a hat with anime shirt and glasses. Raisin is always the driver. Raisin has random spurts of screaming. Raisin is not so easily motivated. Uh... Raisin is Christian and will sometimes begin praying at unnecessary times <laughs> while the others remain confused and not understanding why. <laughs> As I do on the regular. Mike is the most sarcastic, tallest, and impulsive one. He has a Pokemon card addiction along with a gambling addiction. <laughs> he speaks sarcastically sometimes but can also be overly confident and can be confident with his words. So I put that twice. <laughs> He has his own podcast called Lessons with Mike. He's obsessed with finding coins and wears a dinosaur hat, button-up shirt, sometimes glasses, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go to Kayla because there's there's so much that I added because I wanted it to be as accurate as possible. Aww. Kayla is Mike's wife. Wife. <laughs> I am wife. She cannot digest most foods and has irritable bowel syndrome. She and Mike have arguments over the smallest inconveniences, <laughs> which that comes funny. That becomes really funny in a later story oh my goodness she can get upset at mike and thinks he makes poor choices mm -hmm. but gets along great with raisin and drew mm -hmm. never arguing with them <laughs> yep she's the smallest and wears a normal t-shirt and sweatpants 
She yep. doesn't like to be around a lot of people and prefers to be with a small group of friends. Yep. She enjoys playing Skyrim. She overreacts negatively to everything Mike says and does. Yep. <laughs> Kayla has a black cat named Pickles, which she carries around full time. <laughs> Pickles cannot think, but has thoughts no. that conflicts with whatever's going on. Pickles can't think, but, but she has, has thoughts. thoughts. She has thoughts. Tiny is a man who wears a leather jacket and helmet. He rides a motorcycle to get to places. He always has a sword and gun and never misses a shot. He's the most respected out of all of them, but that does not make him a leader. He has natural fighting instincts and will defend his friends every chance he gets, usually showing up at the last second to save them. He likes playing video games and shooting guns. He's kind to everyone and loves everyone in a friendly way. Did you describe Jesus? Yes. So the... Uh, with, I all I put is Jesus Christ is a friend of Raisin Drew, Mike, and Kayla. And, I, <laughs> and I think I give him a better description and story, too, because I decided uh, to make Jesus a full-time character. Oh <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Jesus is a main character, guys. Yes, and he's so great. I love Jesus. Like, yeah! I did it! <laughs> I'm, I'm working on the third story, but he... He has a pretty good role in the second story Freaking and an even trilogy? better role in the third, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. That was so really yeah, incredible. that was great. Uh, I'll give you a better title for that series because I don't really have one now. We will. Here, but, uh, you want to make a title now? No, like, we'll, we'll we'll workshop. What the do you title. guys think that title of that first story should be? The second story and third story, they have more of a plot. This one was kind of just a test to see where the AI would take me. Yeah. So where would this story go? Where would tiny it go? Tiny swords and shawarma. Tiny shawarma. Tiny shawarma. <laughs> tiny shawarma saves the world. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? I think it should be called My Friend Jesus. My Friend Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I want to add. I want Jesus, the Jesus thing like... to be a plot twist. <laughs> I don't want us to see Jesus yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. Make make it a plot twist. <laughs> we could like a normal story. A normal idea. A totally normal podcast where nothing crazy, cool, or weird happens. <laughs> there you go. I'll I don't know. We'll, we'll figure, figure out a chapter out. later. Well, anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Bye.